Hi there, I am David. And I am Gia. And today is a huge, huge special event that we have for you all today. <laughs> or tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Whenever you're listening to it. Yeah. David, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling really, really good. We got a lot of people in the Zoom studio tonight, the most we've ever had. Yes, I can't wait. We're like so I'm honestly, everybody, we're gonna shut up and we are going to let these beautiful people talk and share their story because today we are taking the stage managers at New World Stages for Jersey Boys center stage and it's gonna be huge. By the way, this is Silhouette's JB podcast, if you forgot. Right. We should totally mention that. That's fine. If you forgot, happen to forget. Um <laughs> This is the deepest dive into Jersey Boys that you have ever taken in your life. Both the show it's and the movie. and But today and is like purely about the show, the off-Broadway yeah, show. Yeah, very purely about um, yeah, the off-Broadway production. Um, we got, like we said, we have the stage managers here. Um, and this is going to be a stage management deep dive into Jersey Boys, specifically everything at... Um, happening at new world stages you know a main reason why jersey boys is still a hit after 15 years is because of the speed and agility of the show and uh, everyone involved particularly the stage management team Woo. you know of course the story is the heart of any show but stage managers are the pulse costume changes at the blink of an eye set changes in what seems instantaneous and the crew they make this well-oiled machine look effortless we're so lucky to have Three members of the JB stage management team to show us the ins and outs of their jobs and give us some insight into our niche questions on set pieces. And what does it take to be stage manager? Please welcome Cheryl Polancos, Joey Paradise, and Kat West. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. The show is often be- because it's um, it's what we call a legacy show. Jersey Boys, what we call a legacy show. Mm-hmm. And um, Kat, can you describe what a, a legacy show is? Basically, there's a show that has has a great longevity. Um, uh, examples of other shows that you consider a legacy show, like Phantom of the Opera, is a legacy show uh, in New York. So is Chicago. Um, so is, let's see, what else has been up there for quite a while? Wicked, I would consider to be another legacy show. Not only does it have longevity in New York, but it has longevity around the world. There's productions going on of mm-hmm. those kind of shows in foreign countries, on tours, on cruise ships, uh, in Jersey Boy's case. Um, so it's its own world and its own animal. People love using the the allegory, not allegory, like a metaphor of the machine, and um, it's it, it shows like Wicked, shows like Jersey Boys and Phantom. They become machines, and people are coming in, people are coming out, and how do you? The question is, how do you maintain that? So I think that's going to be um, a big part of the the larger part of our conversation is how everyone fits into that machine um 
Yeah. Well, before we really <laughs> dive deep, as that is our favorite term to use for anything, um, we would love if each of you would introduce yourselves. Um, so please, of course, just like in a classroom, say your name for us. Please say what you do and maybe just a little brief synopsis of how you got involved with the show at New World Stages. Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. Cheryl, uh, <laughs> we, now Cheryl's the one. All right. So to our knowledge, <laughs> Cheryl has been involved with the show for every single stage man- management track since the show opened at New World Stages. Yeah. <laughs> it was November 2017. Like It would be like three years um, in a few months. So if you could please uh, just tell us what you do, how you got there. <laughs> uh, yes. So Cheryl. I'm currently the first stage manager. Um, so I started from the very beginning with Jersey Boys. Um, uh, we started rehearsals like October 2017. So I was there from the very beginning. So, But I was the production assistant first. Um, and then uh, I got there because um, uh, a, a former production stage manager of mine recommended me. Um, to they're looking for a production assistant, and then she happened to be friends with our previous production stage manager, and they interviewed me, and then they liked me, and so they hired me, and then the rest was history, and now I'm the first stage manager, and I'm still here. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's where it all started. Twenty seventeen. So it's three years. It's like three years, almost three years now, right? Yeah. 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 And you moved to New York City from the Philippines, right? Yes. Like you got this, and you've been, you, you started working right when you got to New York. Like, how, what was that journey like, getting here and oh then gosh. landing Jersey <laughs> It's, um, well, first of all, it's like, it's very hard. It's challenging for some, like, so I've been a stage manager in the Philippines for years. So wow. for like more than a decade um, before moving here to New York. And so, yeah. Um, so I've done, so the company that I worked for, so I was a freelance stage manager there. So I do events in theater. Um, but the primarily the, comp- the theater company that I work for, they bring Broadway shows. And so they bring it to Manila. And then that's, um, those are the productions that I was part of. So I did um, Next to Normal. I did Ghost. I did um, other... Uh, Broadway shows that they brought to Manila Um, and then I was like so after like more than a decade like probably 15 years uh, you know it's like you're looking for growth and you wanted to learn more and so I decided and I really 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 want to penetrate New York theater you know Um, so I decided approved myself (laughs) you know um i approved myself i left everything and took a risk and i moved here 2016 of june so it's gonna be 2016 17 four years four years now yeah happy anniversary Um, thank you um and then um so i started with uh an off-broadway theater company soho repertory they've been very good to me and they um helped me get in um in the theater in theater in New York and then that's where I met my previous production stage manager that introduced me to Mel the original production stage manager of Jersey Boys and that's how it all happened long gotcha. story <laughs> no no I just I love it like this is how it's done you know like yeah. New York is still a small town and everyone mm-hmm. like knows each other and you work mm-hmm. your way and that's that's great yeah um let's take it to Joey Joey mm-hmm. Paradise just Hi, to guys. make sure is that actually your last name yes it is 
Oh, it's so amazing. And, yeah. and he's coming to us from Florida right now. Yeah, a little getaway. <laughs> yeah, Florida paradise. It's perfect. <laughs> um, so, Joey, um, you are a sub right now for the show. Is yes. That correct? Yes, I am. Um, so please tell us your story. Um, but while you tell us, could you also maybe like just describe what the tracks are and great how like the hierarchy not the hierarchy but how the order of it goes great so um i'm joey paradise i joined jersey boys last summer uh i have worked for years as a freelance stage manager doing little downtown theater things developmental works new productions working with a lot of, lot of drag artists and last summer i was at the bar after a gig and our previous company manager was throwing back the beers and said, hey, it's the middle of summer. All of our subs are gone. Do you want to send in your resume? And next thing I know, I am being <laughs> thrown to the wolves at New World Stages. And I've been on the roster ever since. And the hierarchy, the positions that we have, you have the production stage manager who primarily calls the show every performance. You have the first who in this case primarily is the deck stage manager for stage right. Then you have the second assistant or on this contract, a production assistant contract who does the stage left deck track. So when I am in, I run stage left. Gotcha. And so why is it like, like first is stage right and then stage left? Like does that change depending on what the show is and where certain set pieces go? Or is it just kind of the way it uh, is. Cheryl is the most attuned to do that because she was there when this was determined. So, <laughs> Well, um, it just so happened because um, this, our stage left is uh, we barely have room stage left. So um, there are a lot of pieces that can't go stage left. That's why we had flies that go in and out within the show just to bring all of the sets because we don't have any space stage left so stage right there's more room so that's where the as the first stage manager is so she can go and like if there's something wrong she's not stuck stage left because we don't have any crossover um right. because the the theater is so small our cr only crossover yeah. is the half blacks you know the that that opens and closed so that everything is timed when, as soon as it closes, that's when people get Are to running cross back over. and forth. Yeah, running back right. and forth. So we figured that out during tech. So that's why everything is perfectly timed. And um, because as soon as one thing goes wrong, it's a domino effect. Um, so there's no crossover. That's why the stage, uh, the first stage manager is there since she's the one heading the deck. So ev when something goes wrong, she could go in and out of the deck. Because when you're stage left, you're stuck there forever. <laughs> Not forever, but like for the entire yeah. It, yeah. it is a it's little a bit like world. Gilligan's Island. It's Gilligan's Island, yeah. really. You have your whole world out there on stage left. It's crazy there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, for no matter where you are, and I'm so sorry if I meant that I was like, oh, no, like one side is like... Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. It is so much work for... Like, Again, like this, this show is all about the speed and the agility, and you guys are the pulse of the show. But boom, boom, like that's you. Mm -hmm. So, and um, and I know Joey had um, like these. He has these these cards. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, could you tell us about about your cards and how like how many there are and how you memorize them all? Yeah. So when when you join the show, sort of day one, you get all of your paperwork, your contact sheets for everybody, 
and you get this lovely spreadsheet that has everything you do in the performance. And it, it is a wonderful, complete document with every bit of information you're going to need. But when you are in a very dark space, working very fast, you don't have time to read every word. So you generally will make yourself a booklet of index cards or whatever works best for you with your own shorthand that will keep you on track and moving at the pace you need to. The way I did it, because you're learning it in such a short time, I learn by handwriting things. So I initially did it by handwriting and every scene, every song, every transition is a different note card that I bound together. So as I go, once a transition passes, I can flip the card and I'm right there on the next one if I need to check. Mm, right. Oh, thank so, you for sharing. Yeah, so you're, you're never having to look and search for the information when you have three seconds to do something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and Kat, could you please tell us about your role and how you got there? Sure. Um, right now, I'm the, the current PSM at Jersey Boys. I'm the newest uh, member of the team. I joined in November of uh, 2019 um, and had a crossover with... Uh, the outgoing PSM for less than a week. Um, and it was my first, I had not done any other version of Jersey Boys before that. So I had less than a week to learn how to call it. Um, it took uh, longer to learn, get to chance to learn the deck track, the stage right deck track, because a lot of other things had to be in place before we had time and had subs available to swing in and swing out so I could learn the deck track. Um, but the the call of the show is wonderful it's one of the most fun calls i think i've done in a really really long time it is very very busy it's as busy as the deck is um you are calling lights you are um running cue lights for the half blacks and for the pallets of microphones that come in and out as well as different entrances and lots of different uh things the cue lights deal with you have four monitors that you're looking at um you have a conductor cam you have the um, an infrared cam so you can see during um, blackouts and scene changes and you have I believe like a color basically a colorful stage and a black and white full stage version I believe is all four um, blackouts in Jersey Boys do those exist <laughs> we do have some <laughs> there's two there, there's two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. there are some but it's a, but two. it's important to know what the heck's going on in the dark um, yeah, there, especially no. that, that that last one too making sure that you've got Frankie safely off stage before that bench moves. Um, right. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. I, I just, it's so amazing because right. there's, there's a video from when it was on Broadway um, and they're talking about all the tech and it's like, they're talking about how the show just doesn't stop. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But, th but the, but they, they, uh, they talked about how, how much they trusted the stage management team that they will not hesitate to stop. If something. Absolutely. You have, you have to have, um, the experience to know everything that's going on and also just the wherewithal to go like that's an okay we need to hold mm -hmm. and be okay to hold like it's mm -hmm. a live moving breathing organism but your main charge is to protect the people who are doing it so you have to be able to like nope it's even though that's going to hold us right now or stop the floor or whatever just like the safety is the most paramount mm -hmm. thing um like we, the only hold I've had to do since I've been there was we did have to do an evacuation um, while yeah, I was I there. That. <laughs> that was fun, um, yeah. and that was pretty early on in in my tenure. And we were, we we learned that we needed to put a little bit more evacuation protocol in place of just like who does what and how we take care of 
you know, valuables and making sure people get out and which way do we go. And that was New World Stages wide. They were like revamping their protocols for all of that. Because um, uh, in this case, I forget the I forget the why. Um, um, I think there was a fire alarm that went off. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. We had we had theories as to what set off the alarm <laughs> um, that but it was uh, luckily a non-issue and not a major <laughs> yeah. fire or anything like that. But it got set off by another theater. Cheryl, you were there for the first time. <laughs> yeah. They got evacuated. <laughs> I think I got all was... like I was there all three evacuation. Mm-hmm. All three. Yeah. Yeah. There were the the, fir- the first one was the explosion. The fir- right? Yes, the first one was the ex wait yeah well, the explosion of the manhole manhole explosion, uh, and then the other please. one was like a blackout. Yes, um, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah the whole city on the west side, and then the third one was um the one with the fire, alarm, the fire alarm. Yeah. Yeah. I I was working a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> that that blackout. I was working a wedding. For two uh, company man, like two company managers, so all of the guests were theater company managers, and right like as theater started falling, everybody at the wedding is pulling out their phone and running out of the room to go take care of their shows. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, that's the most stage management yeah. thing I've ever yeah. heard in was- my life. I remember that was the, the day I got asked to join Jersey Boys. Actually, I was wa- I was walking in to set up for that wedding when I got the call that I was going to be doing the show. Really? Yes. Well, that's got destiny the stars awaits. in alignment somehow. It's it's a beautiful destiny. <laughs> that is your beautiful yeah. destiny. That's so funny. So, well, when these, you know, these, how I would take it as a total catastrophic thing happened like are you guys calm about it because that's your training or like, do you laugh when this stuff happens like what's your initial reaction when any, <laughs> anything goes wrong i mean it, it eventually you you want to laugh eventually you hope you you laugh but the first thing yeah. is just like we go into our modes mm-hmm. and our lists i i just to, to speak everybody yeah. chime in and just like okay i okay this this has been triggered so therefore, I'm in charge of X, Y, Z, and I need to communicate with X, Y, Z, and all that stuff happens, and you make sure you get all the people outside safely. You get them all outside yeah. safely, you check in, you make sure they're all good. Um, then you can take a breath and figure out, it's like, okay, now everybody's outside, the yes. audience, all the other shows, all the people are coming to get selfies with seasons <laughs> and girls and things, and so you're making sure that they're okay and not um, being bothered too much but you know they they were all very gracious about that um while um cheryl and and josh and then we had a sub in training at that time i think it was mckenna mckenna Mm -hmm. um while they were kind of with the with the cast i was going to security at new world to kind of assess what was going on um when we could get back in what information was like what the heck was happening um and they were not overly concerned either they just needed to get everyone out for safety um because it was very clear that it was some kind of like alarm was tripped but there wasn't any immediate Mm -hmm. danger or signs of smoke or anything so that seemed very relaxed um in in the nice thing is it's like they're pretty much a they're well staffed over there so there was a lot of hands to be able to make lots of things mm-hmm, happen mm-hmm. um it kind of showed them a little bit what they know and what they don't know so they re- revamped a little bit of their protocols after that mm-hmm. um for evacuation um 
It was going, it was in dawn. It was close to the end of Act One. So it, it was in the middle of, of like uh, Bob's speech oh, going okay, into yeah. the stadium. Mm-hmm. And so when we got everybody back in, they're like, should we just, you know, start it? At, like, no, we have to finish Act One. <laughs> and then we had to, t- and then we had to take the 10 minute intermission because so much right. shifts around. So that when the lights came up for an intermission, the audience laughed because they had barely come back in their seats and we didn't stop. But the nice thing is we, when we picked up where that, where we backed up a little bit so Bob could start his speech. Yeah. And so the vamp started and our Bob went, he's like, so where was I? <laughs> <laughs> oh really? my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> that's very, oh, no, that's very the cruise. No, he's like, so as that's, I was that's saying. A, that's, ex- that's how they, they had to rewrite some of the lines yeah. because some of the stuff got, some of the stuff got fitted out um, of the script for the cruise. So I think, when uh, they they take out the whole yeah. um uh Frankie getting interrogated by the cops yeah when we have our one of our um our uh man one Frankie covered um is it man one yeah Joey yeah the Joe Pesci um, the, yeah he he came from the cruise mm-hmm. ship and so he was like he was having a little bit of swiss cheese brain cuz he had to get into his rhythm the parts of the show that are cut on the ship um, which is very funny because whenever he would like pause in rehearsal was, and he was like, he doesn't, yeah. Because also the jail scene in the cruise doesn't exist. Like they cut that. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just a 90 minute. Exactly. It's a fitted, it's a fitted production. And it's a, it's a get him in and get him back out drinking at the casino. We were talking to Nick Dramard and he was talking about how, when he was doing it at the Muni, um, it was re- like he he was like uh, I, I gotta stop doing Sergio's choreography because it's a whole different yeah yeah, they, mm-hmm. yeah. so how familiar are all of you with different productions of the show because Cheryl you mentioned like, how you know what um, like what things are fitted out for the cruise um, Kat and Joey you know that as well so do you guys keep in touch with other stage managers for different productions I mean we don't keep in touch with the cruises but the stage manager for the tour. And off Broadway um, swap reports, mm-hmm. um, just so that we're kind of informed with what's going on with each other, and it's also a support solidarity system. Like you'll see the the tour, but if things didn't fit in the venue or something went down, that was very challenging because you have a road aspect. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it's just like oh, sending you love, <laughs> love and light to you. I'm sorry, <laughs> or like yeah. we had a crazy yeah. Um, yeah. you know illness palooza that would go down on our end, and we'd get a a note of love from the stage managers on the road. Um, you know, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of like get like a lot of the vocabulary, like really drilled into this. So you all have such a limited time to learn the show and get the rhythm mm-hmm. of the show. We'll talk about that. Yes. How, um, yes, you guys still, of course, have performance reports. And that is something that like, for some reason, I never thought about that when it came to Broadway and off-Broadway productions. Of course you do. You know, so that's a whole other list of paperwork you have to fill out. And then with Kat, you just mentioned the illness palooza. Um, can you guys talk about <laughs> just the protocol for what you have to do when somebody has to call out um, last minute or when you're planning for, like, when Frankie's on vacation? Well, there's there's basically... Like oh, boy. 
there's there's Uh-oh. there's two there's basically like two kinds Uh-oh. of outs there are pre-planned outs and sudden outs so pre-planned mm-hmm. outs can be vacations or personal days that are scheduled in advance um that you make a decision depending on how many days it is do you, you do an internal coverage within the company that you set um or or if it's a longer if it's like a week long we'll often bring in a vacation swing to swing that track so that the internal swings can stay in their roles and they are to cover the rest of the show. Um, the a last minute out, um, uh, like a day of out or night before, um, the cast calls, the cast member calls the production stage manager. Um, production stage manager takes a, take a look at a, a wonderful document that um, Cheryl and Josh keep updated as to who was on last in that particular track so we can see um, who's up to go in for that particular role. Um, Mm -hmm. We then check in with that actor who would be going in that night to confirm that they are themselves good to go and ready to, to go in their place. And then it trees down from there. Like if they're in, then you go to the next uh, swing that will be covering their part to make sure everything's in alignment first. Once that happens, uh, email goes out. um, uh, I also do also do it. I do a text to the wardrobe department first because they have the biggest shuffle to do. Um, and then an in and out email goes mm-hmm. out to the company, including um, the front office, as well as the entire um, acting company and crew, crew so that the sound department can prep for it. Um, costumes can prep for it. Props can prep, prep for mic heights and all those other kinds of things. Um and then once we get to the theater, it's putting a stuffer in the program. Um, if there are multiple people out, it's putting a half sheet in the program just because there's multiple people changing less slips of paper. Um, there's a house board that the PA is in charge of making sure is set. Um, and then we kind of hit the ground running from there. If it's someone who hasn't been in the show in a while, there may be several things that we need to run for safety, um, whether it is a fight call, whether it is a particular shift or quick change that could be um, – challenging um some of that might be a wardrobe request so that might be just us insisting on that for Mm -hmm. safety um so those are the things that can happen uh the morning of those are things that can happen during the dinner break on a two-show day um my missing Mm -hmm. or within the show within the show i've had to do some of that too how does that work when it happens during the show like how does someone just come you know from uptown or downtown or from brooklyn to get there on time is that something that happens i mean well we've got we've got our internal swings so and we have um so we've got we've got on stage on stage coverage and then off stage uh gentlemen who cover for off stage um so you know it it could go like if if a girl goes down it could go from a three girl to a two girl show in the middle if it would have to um we've had a case where someone's felt ill and we had the only time it's happened since i've been there is it happened at intermission so we were able to announce in act before act two began the casting change um but that's Mm. the the swings that are with us are with us until a certain point in the show to make sure that we've told enough of the story to go through um where we wouldn't need to do a last minute swap and then they're released um Mm -hmm. but yeah we we are prepared for those scenarios and there's there's certain points of no return right. um <laughs> that where you can get to and it's like okay this is the next swap point 
this is the next swap point. And he's yeah. like, okay, we're just going to not have a saxophonist for this last little bit and they can go home. Um, right. Yeah. So it is those little things. And, and for like, for the, for the audience members who, who come like maybe once or twice a month or even more frequently, I'm sure people have noticed that. Um, I know David and I have both attended a two girl show before and, but now, you know, getting to yeah. know all of you, like we know how stressful that is on everyone um, when there is a two, a two girl <laughs> show. So if you that ever happens to you and you go, please just know everyone is working their asses off to give you a good show. So just keep that in mind <laughs> and that's like a relic you know you're seeing a two-girl show at jersey boys exactly. New World so, yeah, we're all about having because <laughs> we, so. we even said this with the show to, like, well with the cruise um because like, going to see jersey boys multiple times in different locations um is like going to disney world and um Oh my gosh! What do I say? It's it's a it's a Disney collectible. It's that's it's what like it it's is. so it's a different collectible exper- item. <laughs> a different experience every single time. And that's what theater is. Theater is a collectible item. It's you're never gonna get you're never gonna get the same performance mm-hmm. twice with that same the same cast. The yeah, well, that's that's the thing that's wonderful about it, and the thing I think we miss the most all of us in our zoom windows right now. Even though it's yes. nice to kind of have like a digital collective moment, we're still not in the same space the the great thing about theater that's why it's like for me it's like my church is like for that cast that crew that audience that band the front of house people there's a unique energetic experience that is happening for one night only and will Mm. never be repeated even though we do thousands of shows technically of this it is never energetically the same twice and that's an invigorating thing and a beautiful thing to help um to to help usher into the world. Hopefully that it right. re-energizes you every night because you guys do the show like eight eight times a week and it's incredible. Um, and also to go back to wardrobe, um, I know that so like it, you have to call someone like and make sure that their costumes are in the building. Is that correct? That's like best case scenario. I mean, there's. There's a lot. I mean, and Sarah, ch- ch- chime in here. There's there's lots mm-hmm. of costumes currently stored at New World stages. Every single nook and cranny, we can stick some. Really. So many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we make sure that all. Well, first of all, our understudies are there every day, so we make sure that all of the costumes are there um, and ready. Because once, it, if they need to jump in, um, if somebody called out or somebody gets sick, um, all of the costumes. Like for other. Um, if there's if it's um, uh, if it's a vacation out or something, and then they're not originally part of the company, um, some of most of the costumes aren't there anymore because we have little space. So, um, but we since it's ahead of time and we know when this person is gonna go out, um, then we get the costumes from our warehouse and like make sure. That- and and where's the warehouse located? Um, in Jersey, I think. It is in Jersey. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Perfect. Always. Yeah, it's it's, pro- it's, it's not it's, cl- it's not close. It's it's yeah, a, it's not close. It's a li- it's a little bit of a trek to to go get it if it's not in yeah, the building. Yeah, it's not in Hoboken um, or Jersey City. Like it's out there. In 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 Nick Kroll and John Mulaney's Oh Hello show that they did on Broadway, they talk about how all the set pieces in their show they got from some. Some abandoned warehouse in Secaucus, New Jersey, <laughs> yeah, where, the, where all, all of the cast of Newsies was huddled over a 
<laughs> a, a flaming garbage can. I mean, that's true because like some of our props too came from our from Broadway. Yeah. Other stuff are still from Broadway, and then mm. some are customized for that's us. Cool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Also with the costumes, um, also because there's a tour going on, so and we swap mm-hmm. actors, right? Sometimes right. we borrow actors from them; they borrow actors from us. So the the their costumes get shipped, mm-hmm. like who wherever they are. So that's also a factor of like where are the costumes. Like sometimes it gets repaired, or sometimes when a person gets bumped up, like Jonathan Cable. Um, from a swing and then you know it's like then we have to make a whole new set right and where i was saying i was saying the other day like eventually like pieces get worn or worn out like um recently Mm -hmm. we got a new bunch of um sherry shirts for the guys um but we still have the old sherry Mm -hmm. shirts because not everybody who is subbing in or swinging in has the new ones and the tone of them the color of them (laughs) is a little bit different so it's like it's like it's old sherry shirt night (laughs) it's new sherry shirt night yeah (laughs) i remember the first time i was at a new sherry shirt (laughs) night i was like wait what vibrant are my eyes Mm -hmm. playing tricks on me um, it's um, it's yeah, amazing. but just keeping track of the uh, of the guys <laughs> in the different sizes and the different heights, even just within the current company. Like one of the things yeah. stage rights mm-hmm. stage managers check is um, is ja- uh, there's a jacket handoff for all the guys going into um, the end of Act One, and you've got two seasons on one <laughs> hand, in one hand, the wardrobe person, and have two seasons the other hand. And one of the things you do is you check the labels. To make sure that yes. the right jackets are going to the right guys, because you know you got yes. a Nick Massey and a Frankie Valli, and they are not, <laughs> not the same size. So, <laughs> because it happened oh once God. with Corey Jacoma and Aaron yeah. Jesus, can you oh imagine? My oh my God! Corey Jacoma no. was like six three, <laughs> and an Aaron De Jesus, and they they of all the four oh, guys, the tallest. Of the, and yeah, if Mark <laughs> Edwards or Corey, it wouldn't make a difference. You gotta but swap them. Corey yeah. and Aaron. We're going to need you to confirm uh, this story. But Aaron had to wear oh, it, and no. then Aaron was like, so it was like up to his knee or something. or like, like yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we, yeah. we, we totally got to tell them about that story. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, He'll remember that. He'll mm-hmm. definitely remember um, that. It's, uh, w- oh. We were talking about the rehearsal reports, uh, the performance reports. They're, really they're practically the same thing. They're, they're, they're very, very yeah. close. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um <coughs> I was watching because um, uh, Wicked does their Behind the Emerald Curtain series where they talk about different st- uh, production sides of the show. And they talked about stage management and they talked about performance reports. And, you know, um, at one point, you know, w- with with all, with um, with all the productions that were going on of Wicked at one point, th- there were two tours going on at the same time, London, Broadway, um wherever else it was being found so the the production uh supervisor on like a two-show day he was getting something like 14 perform uh, performance reports a day um and i can only imagine you know with, with jersey boys i i know they had <laughs> i know they had more productions going on um at one point than than Wicked i think was, there was a so, like like s- uh, some crazy fact of like there was not a single day for years where there was not a production of Jersey Boys somewhere. going on every night somewhere. It's like Our Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, they, they say about Our Town every single day of the year. Somewhere in America, yeah. there is a production <laughs> of Our Town. 
going it's on. Good. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, so, y- so you guys get each other's mm-hmm. performance reports between us right? and the tour, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we know okay. we uh, the performance reports are like we tend to keep them very short and sweet and dry because the you know it's the people are getting tons of different reports from different shows and and whatever um, and you know we all know the show and it's all right it's like who was in who was out how long was it um, anything to note I always like to put a little bit of something like how the audience uh, was and what they particularly enjoyed because that's mm-hmm. always fun. Um, but they're very short, short and sweet because there's not only are like we have lots to do and get on with our day. I mean, if there's anything that you have to deep dive about um, with something that is broken or needs to be repaired or replaced or looked at or whatever, then it's usually a supplemental to just who is in who just who needs to know. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for saying that. So like, who needs to <laughs> know? Need um, to know base. You know what? I'm just going to say this. Yes. <laughs> so we learned a lot about what, what the ins and outs of this um, from Kat and Joey last night and just from Cheryl too. Um, but we, we brought up the fact that, um, cause I know for me, I, I was an assistant stage manager at an off, off Broadway show and I was, like, I'm very, very detailed oriented and I always want to give every little detail for everything. And I feel like a lot of up and coming, um, ASMs or PSMs or anyone in your field wants to do, but that's not always the best thing to do. Like things need to be on a need to know basis. Um, just to keep the <laughs> well, peace. I mean, there there's a lot of different kinds yeah. of people who are getting your reports. People who are very well versed in theater and what's going on in the nightly thing, and then people who are a little bit more removed from it that they're like, so they're investing money in it, but don't necessarily know how everything runs and and works. So if something small goes wrong that we were able to deal with, and it's fun, it's internal, and it's not something that basically it's not something the audience would know. It's not necessarily something that I consider report mm-hmm. worthy. Um, because they don't want mm-hmm. f- people to worry about things that are fine, that are just like, oh, this, you know, this mug got set handle in instead of handle out. It's like, oh, do we need to have a rehearsal about the mug? I'm like, no, right. we can just give a note and it'll, it'll yeah. go on from there. Right. Um, yeah, it's all about minimizing right. harm, right? It's and it's also, of, you um, want the upsides yeah, of things. Totally like when uh, okay, a couple of times so far we've had like, um, a couple people that were like special needs who came to the show and it was wonderful to see how they engaged with the show and, and, and things like that. And that's a beautiful thing to know. And for the creative team to know about how their work affected an audience member or anything like that. Um, so it's, it's not only just what goes wrong. It's also um, being able to share with them, ha- give them a snippet of what, go- what goes right every night like what what people respond to yeah and i just want to point out thank you like well so the way you're 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 talking about everything that you do and it's like so you know if like this is really great for the creative team to know this is great for this like these people to know you all wear so many different hats all the time and uh, and if um anyone who's listening can tell from this conversation is that your brain has to go a million places all the time and that is not something that everyone can handle so it's just like your work is so appreciated and it, like, thank you thank, thank you, you for all you do underestimated um, we really do want to dive into yeah exactly of yeah, course thank you thank you for coming on um but i well, we really want to get to know like your experience like specifically at new world stages so could um like joey could you tell us your call time for example like when do you guys have to be there when can you leave yeah. what's the protocol pre-show rituals all that fun stuff like what is a typical like just day 
for you at the show? So for me as a sub, it really depends if it if I get a lot of notice or a little notice. I'm going to start my day well before I ever get to the theater, going over my notes, going over all of the information that I have amassed. I'm looking over the email from the production stage manager, the text from Josh, who I cover with anything I might need to know. I get to the theater at 90 minutes before curtain and it's check in, hit the office. How's everybody doing? And right away it's, distributing the in and outs to everybody. It's doing the slider board for the lobby. It's putting out the understudy slips. And then while I'm waiting for the preset to happen, checking the hospitality, you know, water, lozenges, everything the cast might need and looking to Cheryl and Kat or whichever stage manager in that day saying, what is different since I was here the last time and what is going to be different today based on circumstance? That's where if it's a two girl show, they will give me the rundown for how that's gonna work that day. If the tracks are really wonky, if a prop is missing, if something is broken, that's where I find that out so I can get that into my system. Once the props tells me uh, that stage left is set, I go over, I check everything. I check the mic heights, all the props, everything is where it should be. I wait for them off the deck and you start walking, checking all of the spikes, all of the glow tape, making sure all of those indicators that tell the cast where things go are safe and secure. And then I just go right back to my notes and I wait for half hour call. And then I just get, get into my show blocks. And at 15 mm-hmm. minutes, that's when I am sent around to collect any valuables from the actors that would like the stage manager to hold them. And it's just on to performance from there, reiterating the call for the crew that might be in the wings doing stuff to make sure they know we're at five minutes in places. And then we are off to the races. And after, wow. after the show, it's, you know, get out of your Leave, show blocks. sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, out of your show blocks, go to the office. You have a debrief, everything that happened in the wings, stuff that might need to be addressed, all of that good stuff. And then it's, okay, time to go home. <laughs> See you next time. And I wait for the phone to ring again. <laughs> How long... Like, is all of that, um, all those steps after the show? It depends like, on occurred. how long, how, I, what happened. It depends on what happened. Um, yeah. It could be right. fast. Ideally, you yeah. can be out in 10 It minutes. could be really, really fast. Um, <laughs> if, if we need, if, mm-hmm. if we need to discuss something, it could be a pinch longer. If it's one of those things like, well, you know, we need a cocktail moment, then we'll have a cocktail moment or a spoonful and a tell moment because sometimes you have those days too. But Nice. Yeah, we're tired. We all want to. We all want to write the report. Write the, you know, write the report and and get the heck out. And for anyone who thinks that they can't get a lot done in an hour, did you hear what Joey just said? Like the understudy slips, the board in the front. You have to check everything. Like, come on, we can lightning. You all. All of those things have to be done in enough time to get the playbill stuffed and to have the stage clear for house to open at half hour. Oh, so um, you have that time. Ushers don't stuff do. playbills. But we need to provide the stuffers for them. Set it out for them. To print them or have them, yeah. pre- okay. have them pre-done. Yeah. We have a lot of them pre-done, but it just depends on um, what, the, what the lineup is for that day. And if you're running low on somebody's and new ones haven't arrived, you have to print out more, cut them, and get them to the ushers. 
do you print them? Like, is there a printer yes. in the theater? Okay. What if you run out of ink? Like, who's the person who has to go out and get more ink? Like, that's Gotta what I need to know. <laughs> well, I mean, you're... you good. Um, sometimes, like, because the, there's an office there. So, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, we get... Like, when I used to be the PA, and so I'm in charge of the stuffers. So, it's like, oh, we ran out of paper. And, you know, it takes time to buy paper and whatever. Like, we don't have ink. So, I would just go up to the office and say, can I print? You know, just like use your, you know, use yeah. your powers. <laughs> you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to right. You try. You try to stay ahead of it if you can. <laughs> and then when you can, you use what you got. Yeah. And you ask, well, ask, for, ask for what Things you need. Happen. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Has there ever been handwritten understudy god no oh god no no (laughs) No. yeah i mean you never know (laughs) basically you need to do two of the two of the following three things to satisfy like um equity as far as informing the audience it needs to be on the house board in front on a in the playbill whether that is printed or in a stuffer or announced live so if you don't have enough stuffers or if there's a last minute change or like a change happens within a half hour and the playbills are already out before the first announcement, the pre-show announcement, the PSM would get on the God mic and, and say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, for casting this evening is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so, mic. you know, <laughs> no calling stage manager wants to be on the God mic ever, um, but sometimes you have to. Um, and right. also, like, dirty little secret, the reason you really hate doing it is invariably people in the audience are going to hear at this performance the role of and audibly groan. Yeah. And that's oh just not fun for God. any of us. It's not fun for anyone. It's horrible. Us. That's yeah. so mean. Oh, please try not <laughs> to do that, to- audience. Cheer, nice. cheer instead. That's what we yeah. say. If you knew yes. what the understudies go through, you would stand up and applaud yes. if you ever hear and that. And swings and understudies Swing. are, are mm-hmm. nine times out of ten just as talented and excellent in the role and ready to mm-hmm. go and they haven't had yeah. the the advantage and the privilege of doing it many shows a week they may have not done it for a week or more or a month or more and they are on mm-hmm. and they are doing their stuff so yeah. like whenever understudies and swings yeah. go in they need to yeah. be lifted up and celebrated and appreciated yeah celebrated yeah and they, they yes. might know with five minutes notice and have to completely flip their brain mode into whatever they thought they mm-hmm. were ready for so it, yeah. it's an amazing, amazing feature. That's, that that's its own skill set. Like you were saying, like the uh, stage management brain yes. has to do certain things. A good understudy or a swing, mm-hmm. like swing brain is amazing. Um, people who swing multiple yeah. tracks oh, and can yeah. do it. And Just the amount it's, of information. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Honestly, that's a dream. Like I would love to be a swing. Oh, yeah. A swing can cover eight <laughs> people in a show. So gotcha. They can cover, I thought there was cover seven before they get additional it depends on whether it's a principal or a, a chorus there's also those delineations yes. as well oh, um okay yeah i'm just yeah. thinking like one of my uh, yeah but it's 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 right yeah. around eight i know that but yeah like ensemble versus principal it adds up and you're in the neighborhood of eight yeah different for things our, for our listeners who don't know um a swing is basically an understudy for uh an ensemble character but can also cover principal roles Correct. and stuff like that but swings mm-hmm. swings cover the ensemble and uh, in, in community theater and in high school theater they always they always interchangeably use swing understudy cover this that and so i always it wasn't until about actually two years ago that i actually knew the right. difference 
between all yeah the it's just different delineations of the same thing mm-hmm. sometimes someone understudies one specific role they're like an offstage understudy and that's one role that they do um right and that can be called right. an alternate or and if you are like also or, or or the alternate does the show a set amount of times right right if they like yeah. the two show frankie that doesn't exist right. anymore <laughs> Right. No, doesn't. Right. Um, no, no, <laughs> it doesn't. But like our ensemble members cover principals, and then our swings cover the ensemble. Our swings also understudy some of the principal roles. So we have kind of multiple right. options um, depending on the yeah. the you know illness palooza or house of cards of however it falls, um, and we have a s- specific spreadsheets of of who went on last. Um, you know, who's, who's next up, who's at, like, all these kinds of things. So we kind of know who to go to. Um, and it's its own, it's its own Jenga. So I have a little game to play with you guys, if you don't mind. Uh-oh. Oh my God, I suck at games. I'm this is a fun oh game. It might be a little stressful because you can totally imagine these oy situations boy. happening. Oh um, God. But it's all in oy good. Oive is right. <laughs> Mm. Oh no. Okay. Maron, they say Italian, Italians and Jews. Maron. Italians and, and Jews. Jews, very similar. <laughs> Same yeah. corporation, different I, divisions. I, 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 went, I, saying, I went from, from Yiddish fiddler to Jersey Boys and they asked, how, how did that feel? And I was like, well, the, the, the language difference. I'm like, well, the opening number's in French, so I, I still have my foreign language going on. But basically, I went from like, bearded, fully clothed, like, bases to clean-shaven, high tenors, and then fully covered-up, no-makeup ladies to fully made-up, very little-clothed ladies. (laughs) Yes. What what a range right there. It's it's like culture (laughs) shock. Extremes, yeah. All right, what what is this game? In the playbill, so as, as slated in the playbill, at New World Stages, you guys have three off-stage male mm-hmm. swings and one mm-hmm. off-stage female. Well, it's an on-stage female swing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an on... Right. That's, well, that's yes. totally mm-hmm. what I meant to say. Uh, one on-stage mm-hmm. female swing. <laughs> yeah. So, let's say... And I don't know if this, is a, if this is a situation that can ever occur, even though life is funny. So, any, anything can happen as we mm-hmm. have figured out in the last um, five months. Um, so, let's say... So I, I guess the initial question is, what are how, how many seasons can be missing for there not to be a problem? <laughs> because let's so let's say Frankie is on, mm-hmm. he's great, but now Nick Massey is out, Tommy DeVito is out, and Bob Gaudio is out so i'm looking here and i see that the uh the tommy understudy is also one of the swings because the, 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 there's there's two tommy right. understudies there's the guy who plays norm mm-hmm. and then there's one of the swings so you move mm-hmm. norm into so this is the way i see it and you can tell me if i'm completely wrong you move norm into tommy <laughs> and you move the swing into norm it's so not for nick uh-huh. The guy who plays Nick DeVito is also an understudy for Nick Massey. So you move Nick DeVito into Nick Massey. But (laughs) you have already moved. 
because the the same the same understudy for Tommy, um, the 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 same swing is the same understudy for Nick and for Tommy. <laughs> so I don't know if I've uh, maybe I've uh, we're diving <laughs> off the deep end here, but so what what would happen? Like and and, and uh, again, this is a very last minute situation. We're talking we're not talking about pre planned. So there's no one that you you know we, we can't fly someone across the across the country even or have them oh hey you know come uh, you know t- take the subway come to come do the show tonight or for a week um well you yeah. still have two swings that are available but to cover because well, we have three there, there's three but you s- but you've 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 used two already so y- yeah so wait so you use so let's say rory rory is an understudy for tommy Correct. right so if you move him up then let's say our male swing two covers for him um and then um then if nick's um, out who's, who's uh who's our Who's our Nick Massey? Nick Cable. Uh, oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Cable is out. <laughs> um, and then so um, the our other guy, Matt, uh, Nick DeVito covers him. Mm-hmm. Then there's Frace. Right, there's Frace. Our other swing um, who can uh, cover us, Jip. And then the other Bob, because our Frankie, our, um, our Paul, our male swing one, covers... Uh, no wait. Uh, covers mm-hmm. Bob Crew. Oh, so, so our, our Bob Crew, our onstage Bob Crew, is a Bob Gaudio cover. Bob so crew. you can put you put the, the crew Gaudio. to yeah. Gaudio. So you put the other swing yeah. to Crew. So there's a lot of internal. Yeah, as Frankie's there, you're good. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of internal information that's actually Co- not reflected correct. in the playbill. Because we don't. Ha- I mean, if yeah. you okay. if you look in the little okay. paragraph below, I think it says who all covers what. Um, but it's not necessarily right, so Jenga I, that I, you can necessarily, as an audience member, really do in your head. Nor should you. Nor should you have yeah. to. <laughs> so you There's see, this is what I love doing. Yes. This is what I love doing, as you clearly can uh, see. I mean, on a, um, on a long-running show, <laughs> as opposed to like a show that's just like a couple weeks and you're done, and basically producers will roll the dice whether they have understudies or not on stage or off stage and, or, right. and give you the rehearsal time to do that or not. A long-running show is just like they wanted to run. They wanted to not stop. Um, so they, for the most yeah. part, tried to give you enough coverage to make that happen. If you have a situation yeah. where, yeah. like, there's a lot of vacations happening at the same time or it's cold and flu season and some sniffles are starting to go around the company is when you kind of call and say, like, okay, um, we need to take a look at and see. Yeah. The one other nice thing about a, a long-running show that has been running for a long time is there's a lot of people that know how to do it. So hopefully you have people who are available mm-hmm. that could come in as a vacation yeah. swing or an illness swing or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, do you... And it, yeah. Oh, sorry. It, no, oh, no, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, if it's like, it's, if it's a short note, like if something went wrong and we are all out of swings, I mean, the swings are already on. That's where that's why we have mm-hmm. um, contingency plans, meaning Correct. you have split tracks. So we covered everything we thought of because it is a long running show. Yeah. So already probably like everything happened. already. Yes. <laughs> so it's like we're already covered. So let's say it happened once um, with us that all the swings and some of their um, leads are out. So we are like out and 
our male swing one had to do a split track of jip and a uh, uh, what's what's uh, norm. So it's like um, wow. Yeah. Um, and so, freight, like, our male swing three, like, had to jump in at some point, and we had to figure out, like, costumes, and, like, okay, you don't have to wear that. Yeah. Number, but just to make, the, you, had, you just have to say the lines. And, like, and right. so we have the paperwork, mm-hmm. and we follow them everywhere they go in the wing, and just make sure, okay, costume people, this is what she's wearing. Okay, you go there, stage right. Yeah. So that's, that's right. where the stage manager come in and just, like, push. You're directing Just traffic. so right. the show... Move like just so the show and the other big support system as well as stage management. And it's worth stating is our dance captain also knows all the tracks, knows all the staging Mm -hmm. and the blocking of things because the show is so dance heavy. Um, uh, she knows all of that stuff, so she's also a support system for if someone's in a crazy split track situation because she's often in a crazy split track situation when we're down to a two girl show. Um, there's there's a lot of people who who know a in. lot of different p- pieces of the puzzle, and the crew also now knows yeah. the shorthands like of just like okay, in. now it's this prop versus this, and yeah. it's this, da da da. Yeah, and we sometimes we go on stage and like if we need to to just strike a prop, then we do it. Like I've went out on that stage like a bunch of times, <laughs> striking chairs and things you know, happen. Whatever, yeah, yes. things happen. We call it shove with love. <laughs> Like the bar, like the, the <laughs> I've struck everything. <laughs> I, that's amazing. I, it, it'll be the day when the dance captain needs to go on for Nick Massey or Bob Godfrey. <laughs> we would joke <laughs> around because our dance captain Diana, she really wanted the role fill. You know the guy, the sound yeah. engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really wanted to do that. And it's like, just I just want to do once. that just role. Once. You know, just want to. Yes, once. just once. <laughs> she would be an like, awesome fill, by the way. Yeah. For it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> But that is, can totally see that. that is the great <laughs> yeah. safety net that you have on a, on a legacy show that's being done around the world over 15 years. Everything that can happen has happened. You have to work very hard to find something where nobody has found an answer in 15 years. So the information is there for you. So you guys have like you a just Bible. have to find it. We've heard about the Jersey Boys Bible that it's it's um, it's a. Um, <laughs> When when we talked, you know, we talked with Ron Melrose, and he told us that um, that the the Bible is um, it's a dramaturgy right. tool. Um, so, do you guys have your stage management jersey? Board? I mean, we've got we've got the big giant dramaturgy one. We have the big giant blocking one. Each stage manager who calls has their own call script with their notations the way they like to have them because all of us are a little bit different even though we're calling the same show Mm -hmm. yours is very different um i I looked at it once i'm like "Mm -mm, nope nope Mm. so um so there that isn't like there there (laughs) is a standard one that when someone new comes to the show that that's that they get the basic one but you tweak it how you need to tweak it for yourself I'm I'm working a little bit on because I got put in so fast because by the time they kind of figured out what they wanted to do and like found me and stuff like that I had very little time um, and uh, Annie who is amazing who is my predecessor hadn't really ever trained someone to take over a PSM position that didn't already know the show um, and she had very little time to train me so um, she trained what well, I could thank God for Cheryl and Josh because. I had so much to learn in a very small amount of time, and I was coming in uh, also very burnt out and very 
new mom into that. So I like, I can't wait to come back because I feel like so much more rested and more like myself than I did when I first started, which was a very shell shock situation. Um, but I, even though the show's been running for a long time, because I'm a new person with new eyes, I see pockets of information that will be helpful for someone who's totally new to know that I needed to either redo for myself or kind of clarify to make sense for me. So I'm kind of like working on almost like a new PSM hire packet for like myself of what was, what was helpful just like that versus what I got piecemeal. Cause there's a lot of great knowledge spread oh, out all no. sorts of different places and thank God it's there and they, they had me and they were, and it was fantastic, but I'm trying to consolidate that into one spot to be helpful. Um, for that's the next so thing. amazing. Right. Stage managers are so selfless. That's the one thing that I have picked up. Stage managing, grow, growing up in community theater and high school theater, stage managing was so different. People were all about doing things themselves and not relying on people. And so the stage manager would end up doing nothing. But talking with you guys, me and Gia have figured out that it's really much more special than that. And you guys you guys are so selfless you do everything for the for this the sake of the show and to make everything look good and you guys get no recognition and that is a damn shame well but people who mm. people who know what's what's up if we're doing our up. job right though it's almost it's almost a point of pride a little bit when you don't when it just runs and it's really smooth yeah. and no one can find it mm-hmm. no one can poke a hole in the balloon um, so, I mean, yes, recognition is nice. You all are very sweet. Thank you so much for that. But like, it's, I, I, I always feel like if something can run smooth, smooth or seamless or like four different covers went on and the show happened and when it was really good and whatever, and you can just go home and be like, yep, we did that. Like the team, that, that's when you, yeah. that's when you take the shot in yeah. the booth with the yeah. team and go like, yeah, we did that. Look at that. Yeah. There is a wonderful thing as stage managers outside of this particular show, but just in general, you put a couple of stage managers into a room together and there's that moment of looking across and just going, oh my God, you. <laughs> like, y- you, you get what it is. You get what each other does. You don't have to explain <laughs> it. Yes. And when... Uh-huh. When, it's a personality in itself. It's like, yep, you, yes. You just understand. And when I joined the show, <laughs> I, uh, Annie Gilbert was the PSM. Cheryl was the first. Josh Leslie Ramda, who I cover, was also there. I started training and we had another sub, Matt, who was training Cheryl's track. So you had five of us sitting in this little office, you know, and you just, you close <laughs> the door and it's like, wow, we should really be mad that it's so cramped, but it's just kind of nice and exciting to have like five of us in this little space and all just like get it. And everybody is <laughs> picking each other up and throwing you into the deep end of the pool. It, it's it's a yeah. wonderful thing. A, support, a supportive I team is just worth its weight um, in gold because it is challenging what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's important that we have each other's back. And that's not necessarily always the case on every team because there's personality things and whatever. And you have to figure out each other's stuff. Um, this show, there is mm-hmm. there is no time really to do anything but, but get each other. No. Um, and it's we're it's a it's yeah. a wonderful team, and the crew is wonderful too. Like everybody, it's a very supportive environment. Yeah. How many people are on the crew? Ten in total. Um. So total, including stage right. management, is fourteen. Fourteen. So take take out three. Oh my God, math. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven, <laughs> which, <laughs> is, which is wardrobe, which <laughs> is um, which is 
wardrobe, automation, two um, on props, props uh, yeah, two on sound, and then lights, um, a, a, yeah. right, follow, follow spots, spots, and a board operator. Yeah. Where do the follow spots? Up in the balcony, either either side. Yeah, the mez. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very background. Oh, so yeah, the mm-hmm. balcony. Yeah. Yeah, well, I also just kind of sum up this whole part just about how you all work so well together. Um, Kat mentioned this. I have to bring it up. Um, You had like the most perfect phrase where it's like you have to meet Mm -hmm. people where they're at because, um, to quote you, um, it's all about the human. Right. I mean, it can. One of the reasons why Jersey Boys is such a great show is that it's it's beautifully written and it's about the people and it's about the relationships. Like, yes, the music and yes, the, no, no, no. It's about the relationships of those four people and how none of this would have happened without those four. You take away one, that thing would not have happened. Just like, just like the stage management team and the crew, you take away one, it's not going to happen. Especially on this show, we've got everyone doing so much. Um, but uh, any, any show, it can be the greatest <laughs> sets, lights, costumes, music, script, story in the world. No one's coming to see it without the human element. The human element is the most important one. It's the one that, that for right. us as stage managers is the most, is, is the thing. Like everything else, everything stems from that. Safety for the cast, how it runs, how it works, who does what, where, when. It all stems from that human element. It's the most important part. So with that said, because so, you all know the show more than anyone, honestly. Of course, the actors know in and out, but you guys are watching it. You're <laughs> living and breathing it. So what are your, like, what do you think are the most special parts of the show that make that human element just soar? And, um, and what are the most what's, like, the most challenging like, part to stage? The, like, is Dawn, like, the worst like, thing? So <laughs> what, what, the most challenging to call <laughs> and the most challenging to be on deck for? Uh. What's... <laughs> That's oh tricky. God. I think each okay. I think each mm. position can answer for their own because it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Oh no! Uh, Who wants no. to go first? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, anyone. Cheryl, Cheryl, why don't you go first? <laughs> uh, um. Okay. So uh, I'll start with a deck. Um. When I was, since I've done stage left and stage right, I would say the hardest part for stage left is the whole sherry bit because that's um, the whole, you know, that whole big three number because that's where all the flies come in and go. And so that has to be in perfect timing with everything. Um, uh, And that's a safety thing too. So that's the hardest part, I think. And also like, actually when, when you... when you get to learn it, there's more time um, compared to the other scenes that you barely have no time to check your paperwork, right? Um, but because of the motors and everything and safety-wise, I think that's the hardest part for me then. Um, it's the Tetris. Stage, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and just like just to get everything right. Um, and then stage right. Um, cause like you're running back and forth and everything. Um, what's the, well, question well, with, like, with the, with the fly, what do you call it? The, the fly the, ways? The, the fly, flies? Yeah. Just the flies. The fly. Yeah. What exactly is up there? Could you give a list of yeah. everything? So there are one, see now I forgot. Like, okay. So we have the camera there. For Sherry, oh that's the uh, yes. we have the fly there for the camera, and then we have the uh, bench that 
uh, the car seat that is changed into a bench. The hor- we call it the whore bench. Sorry. <laughs> for uh, <laughs> for a night. <laughs> um, so that that's there's the car seat and the driver's seat. Yeah. Okay, and then the yellow couch for Bob, which Cruz. is also right. a bed. big stuff. The bed, which is also the wow. bed. Wow, the whole so, you know, bench. Just like yeah, so that so it has three motors. That stage left. That cramp, small small space. Has and I'm three sure motors. there's barely any stay any room to fly stuff either. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why everyone has to be in yeah. their exact position because otherwise. You get you get slammed. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. well, who who okay, lowers crush. everything? Huh? Yeah. Who has to lower everything? So we have the automation guy. Okay. So he's on the jump stage right, and he controls the half blacks. He controls the motors. Um, um, but also we do have the um, our prop guy. So we have the um, we call it like um, what do the you pickle? call the. Um, the, the switch, yeah, the pickle. Um, so our prop guy flies the three motors. But then our automation guy um, also um, uh, does the automation for the pallets, for the half blacks. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so that's wild. my stage left. Stage right is just like it's it's one after the other so everything is hard there Sage. and like my brain doesn't stop working because i have to just like let's say if something go like i'm already 10 steps like if something goes wrong with this i just have to be ready and like i just have to make sure that everyone is safe um calling wise i would say i thought i thought when i was learning the call i was so afraid of the big three because it's just like you know but then it's not really the hard like for me when it's uh um my boyfriend's back yeah. that's when What's i it? get the <laughs> wow. that's when i get the heart that is it's, it's fast freaking it's freaking really short like, shorts and the man i had so much trouble with short shorts like big big three is a lot you never stop talking and there's lots of deck things happening but honestly for me yeah. calling the heart the hardest darn thing is freaking short shorts it's short Who and it's fast really? and it's just like and it's and it's so obvious because it's I've heard a lot it's how's zero count counts rest in peace mm-hmm. how I love you um yeah. but that like yeah, you the, the you have yeah. short shorts was the last one that locked in big three I eventually got uh, another okay <laughs> this is just a this is just a fun fact so I had less than a week to train with Annie and I had the the videotape of the of the call that they recorded the call that I could practice so I was in the booth with the switches and the video and I was practicing and I called my second night training because I wanted to call as many times with Annie in the room to note me as possible um I didn't know the terms for everything so I was only listening to the calling video I think Cheryl will remember what I'm doing right so the little the little <laughs> the little curtains the that cover the band are called the half blacks I did not know they were called the half blacks. I was listening to the calling video. To me, what it sounded like she was saying was hot box. Which, which, which is the same initials as half blacks. Which I was like, well, they're yes. up stage and they're on all black and it's got to be hot in there. Oh, that's funny. They call it hot box. And so I was calling, like, stand by the ha- half blacks. And instead yes. of saying yeah. hot box, I kept saying hot box. And they let me get through the whole darn thing. They're like, are you saying... Hot box? Because nowhere in the script does it say half blacks. It all says HB. 
And it was only what I could hear on the calling oh. video, and it sounded like she, she was saying hot fox. So for a while, I kept saying, See, and they I, were I, all going like too. crazy at me, and they did, they, I didn't understand what was happening. So for every... Were they giggling on not the Not to the me, they were very sweet, but, um, oh. but yeah, so they, and I think they let me go to shows before they called me out on hot box. I think who... Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, of course it was Brit. Is it Brit? Uh, oh, yeah. He's like, are you saying Hotbox? Hot like, hot that's not what it's called? <laughs> like, no, it's a half black. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so every once in a while when I stand it by, I will still say Hotbox just for funsies. Um, well, you know, yes. I love you know, Jersey it boys, made, but it, all Italian. There was, some, there was magic to it. Gangsters. It makes sense that that could be what it was called because it was a tiny little. It does. It's hysterical. Yeah, Hotbox. 100%. <laughs> and and it it is very hot back there because you're under that LED wall surrounded in mm-hmm. velvet. So and you're wearing so, black. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but there was a logic to it. But yes, half blacks. They're the half blacks, not the hot box. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and I, yeah, I think well, yeah, I I have to like I, everybody I know because I don't get to call a show. I hear a lot of the calling essence for Jersey Boys say the same thing about short shorts. It's, because it's it ridiculously is, fast and there, hard. There's no give. And there's hard stuff before it and hard there's stuff no after give. it. And just like the cueing of it is like you're off of Tommy dropping his arm. <laughs> and if you don't get it, it's just so wah-wah. If you don't get howl cues, right? It's just sad. It's just like they're so beautiful and perfect well, and yeah. they land perfectly and you just want to honor those every time. Every time. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, Rest let's let's talk about howl. Um, well, I'm so sorry for your loss. We we freaked out when oh we heard it was God. terrible. Um, but could you tell us a little bit about him if you worked with him before, I, I or um, just how you I mean, and the Broadway I never got community to cross are paths with him about it at Jersey Boys, really? But I got to call um, two other shows of his out at Bay Street Theater in Sag Harbor. Um, so I got to know him very well doing those. And I mean, he's he's so he was so prolific for a reason. He was so. Um, award award winning for a reason. He's an amazing, immense talent and was the sweetest, most wonderful, most giving designer, creative person you could ever hope to meet. Like just seeing, hearing stories from people who are posting things, um, other mm-hmm. lighting designers in the industry who worked under him or worked with him and just some of the stories they would tell. It's like, I, I don't have, I don't know, I don't have enough wonderful things to say about him. Um, he was absolutely a treasure of a person. So, and he, it, the, yeah. the other thing I will say is like his, for every single show of, of his that I've done, first of all, you want to call it well because it's so well crafted and you just like want to get those cues just right because not just because they're hard, um, but because they're done with such specific purpose and intent and they serve the story. Every single light cue is not just to turn a light on. It serves the piece artistically and emotionally and in every way you would want a design element to serve a piece. His did. Um, yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace, Howell. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you for sharing that with great. us. One of, the, one of my yeah. super nerdy things, if you, when you work in a business long enough, if you just go see theater long enough, you get very familiar with designer signatures. Everybody has a style. Everybody has that little thing that is distinctly them. And if you know lighting designers, you can sit in a theater, look up at the front of house rig, and a lot of times you can tell who designed that show just by looking at where the lights are, how many lights there are, all of that. And Howell is one of those designers where 
there are not a ton of lights for no reason. Every light is, it, it's so specific. It has a purpose. There is economy to what he does. Yeah. There's no fat mm-hmm. to it. It is, it is this beautifully honed, tight, perfect painting mm-hmm. that you see in every show that he yeah. does. And, it, and it's amazing to see that even from the wings where you're watching it from the side. It is a beautiful show yeah. to watch. Cheryl, yeah. did you get the and cross? And just to be able to, um, yeah. Um, when actually he, I, I wasn't able to work with him closely, but during the when we were taking Jersey Boys in New World Stages, he came in um, for a visit and he helped with the lights and everything. And just like, so I rarely get starstruck. Like, um, you would think that I will get starstruck with actors and everything, but I usually get starstruck with creatives yeah <laughs> so when i saw him, i was like oh my god how big he's here <laughs> so i was like oh my god and like and you would like with that you know the kind of stature that he he had that was like you would think like he'd be but he's so humble and just like soft-spoken and just like he's like he's just there to do his work and like and just to be able to call you know um his show and like the the work he did is just like a an honor you know um yeah he's just i yeah too bad i wasn't able to work with him closely but just yeah just like sitting at sitting at a tech table with him (laughs) behind you or next to you um you knew when you called something right because he would snap um, where he knew he where he wanted the call to go um what and so like you you would always Mm -hmm. tell in tech if you're just like you're like go not quite right um Mm -hmm. all right he's like yeah Mm, too late um so you know eventually you get by the end of tech week you hope you hear go (laughs) and so you time it at the same time um that's yeah and it wasn't doing it to you it wasn't for you it was for it was how he did it for him him. but if you're sitting close enough to (laughs) him out at the tech table like you hear it and it's like it's like atomic atomic snap it's like doo-wop group snap like that loud ass like atomic um snap so you always want to creatives can mm-hmm. like land yeah. always it, well because he's it's he's choreographing yeah. the lights and surge like with any like with anyone with a dance background yeah. it's all about the snaps you know it's, it's the, the fossey it's snap it's the weekly snap we've, it's yeah, the yeah. we've learned that there's like five or six different kinds of snapping in the show <laughs> in jersey boys i mean D- yeah <laughs> like this like there, there's this down I, amazing so um Aaron had told me that most of the time when they're snapping, it's always down mm-hmm. because like, they're not mm-hmm. beggars. They're not begging. Like, so, so uh, again, <laughs> nothing, nothing is, everything is so specific. Nothing is wasted. Yeah. The economy, like you, the, the Joey, the word you used there was so perfect. And with Howell, yeah. it, it, everything mm-hmm. is so. Yeah. yeah. And the choreography yeah. too. Like everything has a meaning and like how there, yeah. Um, Marshall and Rick's script, everything. It, so in, in, in Judaism, we talk about how there are no um, wasted words in the Torah. And uh, there there's not one wasted thing in this entire nope. show. All around. And this is what we miss right now. These are the things that COVID-19 has temporarily taken away from us. Um, uh, I saw a meme that said the first time we're we're back in a theater and at Wicked, Glinda says, "Oh, 
it's nice to see me, isn't it? <laughs> There's going to be a five-minute roar. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can guarantee also that first fake-out back after mm. Siswari La, ah, <laughs> there's going to be a roar. Yeah. As soon as, like, yeah. the, mm. when, you come, when they come down. That's <laughs> always, like, when it was on Broadway, watching the mics fly up. Like, it, that, that, that part is always... I, I, I say, and you can tell me if you disagree with this, but I think, <laughs> I think the entire fif- first 15 minutes of Jersey Boys is the best first 15 minutes of any musical of any in show. the world uh, that's my opinion people Aww. say into the woods people say sweeney todd <laughs> i say jersey boys um that's just uh, it because it 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 takes Jer- jersey boys they the 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 entire musical was was crafted with oh we know what works what doesn't work and we're gonna take it and we're gonna spin it our own way and um, I love it. I absolutely, absolutely love it. You should do a podcast about it, Devin. I mean, we should. Gia, <laughs> we should do a Jersey Boys podcast. We, and we should totally we should call do it a Shadows. <laughs> Shadow, Shadows. Um, oh, silhouettes, Shadows, backup <laughs> sessions, all the ideas. Um, but mm-hmm. can you guys tell us about snaps? What snaps. snaps? Oh, that's snaps. the next one. That's You're gonna start next. a rating system. Like, with how many that's snaps did this get? Mm-hmm. Is it up, up it snap, snap, down snap? That's a fantastic yeah. idea. Two. The girls. Two. The girls. Two. They have like. Yeah, that's they, a t-shirt right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That is. That's two snaps mm-hmm. down. Uh, two snaps there you go. Um, but can you guys tell us what you've been doing during the pandemic and during the shutdown? Sure. Joey, go. Sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Joey, go. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, j- I, I know we harped on it earlier. It's just last year, show to show double duty, triple duty sometimes, it hit, it was overwhelming. And when we realized that this was going to be long, it's been a lot of just finding me, remembering the joy and refreshing myself in what we do. And I've spent a lot of time every week just on Zoom sessions with other stage managers, meeting people, learning new things, all that stuff that you never get a chance to do when you're pounding the pavement eight shows a week. It's nice to just sit and go, okay, I don't know this. Explain it to me. So I, I've been doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Always learning. Yeah. That's the best. Well, so, so how are you guys feeling about, like, leading up to the day Broadway comes back? Like, what do you think your emotions are going to be? How do you feel already just getting ready for it? I, yeah. thought, I, had, I had that moment, I won't lie, getting ready to come back on. I was on my flight today. And I listened to the Jersey Boys cast recording just so like I could be in my head. Aww. And I, I was sitting on the plane. My heart. And and like it it was going you know, from uh, ragdoll into the finale. And mm-hmm. and I, I was just listen, listening to that monologue, sitting on the flight, Frankie's monologue, I just started crying. Did in you my really? seat. Yeah. And it's because yeah. like that that entire monologue about you, know, you just keep going and going and you're, you're following the music, trying to get home. And that I th- bunny on TV with the battery. Yeah, and I, I think that is that one little bit encapsulates everything that all of us feel when we work in this business and why we do it and, and that feeling that we get. And then that moment where you know, every season comes in once at a time and, and that sound gets thicker and fuller and at the top of the show, God love them, 
none of the guys get entrance applause at the top of the show. But coming out for the finale, every single one of them gets entrance applause. And that's, yep. I think, yep. for me, the moment when you realized the magic worked and everybody went on that ride with you. Yep. And that, that specific moment is that thrill that I really miss of knowing that entire audience is that deeply mm -hmm. into it. I'm looking forward to feeling that again. I always applaud after Siswari Law on the entrance. Cause, I mean, <laughs> Good, those, we have to. Those, Good. Those... But people just don't know what to do. It is the fake out. It is the craziest yeah. Broadway fake out. Those... Yeah. And that's the intention, really. Yeah, it's like, yeah. where am I? And those, those dance moves that they're doing, that like hip thrusting that they're doing, Gia has tried to teach it to me. I have been failing miserably at it. Oh yeah, it just um, it's so it's <laughs> so perfect. It's easy. It's just a one-two. Okay, yeah. you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I I I've been working on my dancing during this pandemic. No, I haven't. Someone kidding. call Diana and just Diana can just give like a, a zoom. Can zoom, we please zoom class yeah. zoom dance call? She'll mm -hmm. happily give yes. that zoom. Yeah. <laughs> she, I would you you will book. you will be able to do it by the time you are done working with her, <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I would. I I can't wait for our uh, dance conversations as well. I'm a choreographer, so it means the world to me. Studying, yeah, she's like, a, the mm. show. It, she oh, did some. She did great. some choreography for a movie. It's going into. Oh, festivals. that's exciting! We're not talking about good it. Too. That's thank good. you. Oh, thank really? you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's cool. It's, Early stages, new world stages, <laughs> the same thing. Um, but <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> exactly. Um, mm -hmm. But there were a f uh, two more stories that I know, Joey, um, like about, um, so when you were first learning the show um, and your, like, your co-worker, um, like he like took your cards from you and he's like, oh, no, yeah. you need to learn this now. Yeah. Um, so could you share that story too, just to show more of the camaraderie? Yeah, so uh, when... <laughs> when you train the show you have you don't have a rehearsal period you learn in front of an audience essentially and you have one week your first performance of the week you sit in the audience you watch you take it all in your second performance you just shadow backstage you don't touch anything you just learn the lay of the land and then three four five and six you're you just start getting hands-on as much as you can every day to get it in your body show seven you're, you run the full show and you have the person you're covering just giving you notes and show eight, you're on your own. So you really have four performances to learn it. And that first day on deck by myself, I had, I had all of my cards you know, in my pocket at places. And I, I go around the corner after I say I have places. And it's right when, when that pre-show announcement starts, the, the deck's, deck props, Josie, he just reaches over and says, hand me the cards. And he puts, I'm 5'8", he's about, Cheryl, he's like, what, 6'2", 6'3"? Like, probably, yeah, yeah, or 6'1". Yeah, like he, he's up yeah. there. And he puts, yeah. he puts them, he's yeah, he puts them on the highest shelf in the wing. And he's, he just says, give them to me. He puts them up there and he says, you don't need to look at these during the show. You just have to get it in your body and trust that you know it. I'm not going to let you fall, but I will let you double check after something goes by. You can go back and read it. And so I, I just, it was that kicking me out of the bird's nest and making me fly. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's Jealousy. awesome. Yeah. Um, well, so I think this is a great place to uh, at least start to wrap up. But do 
you guys have any final thoughts or anything that we missed that you would like to bring up? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean. Joey, go for yeah, it. There's so many. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Actually, I do have a question. Um, I know we brought this up before, too. Um, but when you mentioned having a fight call, if um, a season comes in who hasn't been there for a while or even up to a year or maybe longer, um, you always make sure, no matter what, like everyone is comfortable, um, like you're good with, like everyone is just ready to go for the show. Um, but I know intimacy calls and intimacy coordination is um, is is, is very much a thing nowadays and it wasn't necessarily back when the show opened in 2005 um so could you um share with us um just how you do it what the process is and um what you're learning as intimacy coordinating is sure. very much a i mean new it's thing. um it's staging like any other kind of staging and there's is there's and guys jump in here please whenever you want um you have to make sure people are safe and feel safe uh, in in what they're doing on stage. Um, it, everything from a fight choreography to to more intimate scenes like like oh what a night um, need to be staged and need to be um, checked in with to make sure that everyone is okay. So um, Jersey Boys has mm-hmm. guidelines for um, that's that particular scene and just like ki- the kisses in general. Like if someone's feeling under the weather, you t- there's protocols for. Um, how to to do the kisses so people don't pass germs um, and all that kind of stuff. But there there's um, now much more specific um, guidelines for what can happen, where, when, who is in charge of of the motions and the actions, um, so that everyone knows what's coming. Um, and that's been treated out through all of the Jersey Boys companies so that, that everything is the same because we swapped from the tour and back and things like that so there wasn't like well this happens on the tour and it doesn't happen here like no it's been standardized um which is something that um is very important and that we take great care in and when um i i check in like just like checking in with the fights of just like if someone hasn't gone in for a while it's like hey i want to run this for you to make sure you're okay um when new people come into the company it's a touching base with all sides of the equation saying like do you understand what like take a look at what these guidelines are sign off on what they are and then checking in with them after a scene saying like how did that go for you is there anything you're concerned about and just keeping the dialogue going so that everyone makes sure they feel heard and respected and you have mm. to remember that day to day that might change for an actor based on things that are happening in the world outside of the theater right right of course yeah Oh, and again, much appreciation for doing that because things do change day to day. Yes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is, um, is Nick yeah. Massey's head slam considered a, like, does that need a fight call <laughs> in the sit down? <laughs> no, haven't really fought, fight call that. Some of them are, sca- some of them are no. scary. Some of them are really good at it. Um, where you really like think they mm-hmm. hurt themselves. Like the trick of fights is like you want people to be scared, but not scared that the person actually hurt themselves. Right. I remember yeah. right. when when I was learning the show, this little bit of wisdom was imparted on me, and that was that uh, Mark Edwards, who was our Nick <sighs> Massey at the time, love. There, there love was, there's Eleven. one particular corner of that specific table, and like, and and he goes, it's softer, so I can hit my head there because that spot on the table is a softer spot, and I I just that's true. Yeah, I just I just looked at him after I heard that and I was like, is that because you've hit it so many times? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I mean, probably it's yeah. like for him, it's like psychological. Yeah. But 
It is true. Um, that that is the only table that he gets his um head to head yeah. on. Um, and spe- we specifically track that table. Yeah. Stage right, and he would know if that's a different yeah. table. <laughs> that's how he's so familiar yeah. with that you, table. You can tell by yeah. looking and touching because magnets yeah. and markings and little things on the tables yeah. are different. And we put a mark. Yeah, we put a marking. So that's because we know that this table should be the yeah. one. In you know when we put out put it out first uh, for silhouettes for the silhouette club, so that's the most stage um, stage right table because it exits stage right and so it's there already for the for the entire yeah um, uh, yes and thank you for yeah. mentioning um, about the magnets because everything is magnets yeah, yeah. all we come gotta together make it work. We have a that's, that's yeah. my my favorite <laughs> deck transition when I get to run the deck stage right is in Began. I love it. First of all, it's the time that, that the crew stage right gets to dance. Like we dance along, we dance along with the top <laughs> ah, of Began because um, the people can see us on stage who are watching the seasons can see into the wing stage right. So there's a little bit of dancey dance happening. But it's really really fast how the tables go out of the silhouette club and get joined together and, and props go back on and it goes back on uh, for yeah. Jip's basement and it's really really f- it's so really much fun. That's my favorite too. It's just like a fulfillment when the table. Yeah, goes. and just like not only not only you're like, and then you literally put your hands up and you go clear, and the second that you said clear, that table is going out and it just like slides out like 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 butter on a on a hot griddle, and it's so much fun. You like high five the crew, and then you get to to go on your day. And and it's like what we what we talked about last night really briefly. You know, even the, this most simple thing in the show, you're seeing the microphones come on stage for the big three. You know, that's the work of five people every night. You know, it, it gets set by... Five people. Yeah, it's set by props. It's checked by two stage managers. And it is called by the calling SM. It is executed by the uh, automation operator and stage managers paging the curtains. It is... There five people touch that just for those microphones to come out. Th- that... The, the teamwork and the chaos backstage that comes out to that simple little moment that looks so nice and, and polite. Yeah, it's that's kind of the beauty of what we get to do. Yeah, and you use a yardstick to make yeah. sure the yes. um, yeah, it's, it's taped at different heights, like the standard heights of the standard seasons are, are taped, and there's charts on the wall that tells mm-hmm. you what height. Um, and it's not just like the height of the yeah. of the stick; it's also the angle of the microphone. Um, is part is a yeah. part of that equation? Yeah. Do you ever do like the yeah. Mary Poppins <laughs> super tame thing where it's like extremely stubborn <laughs> and suspicious? Like would you ever do that for each season? <laughs> but we should. Well, this is the great thing with yeah. The the great thing with the microphones is once we do that before the show, the same microphone stand goes in front of the same person every time. So they are very specifically tracked for that purpose throughout mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, there's so many more fun facts that I'm sure we could talk about a, again. If you want to come back yeah, for a part two. Let's get it in the books. Um, just for like pure like boom, 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 scene to scene. Should, like, okay, you should get like, you know, like? the followers of the podcast be like, what do, what secrets do you want to know? And a lot of it were like, we can't tell you yeah. that. Um, but like yeah. if there's questions that, that your listeners want to know, then they should send them in to you and see if we can get them answered send for them you. In. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
everyone, please, you know where to find us. Because, like, yeah. there's also a mm-hmm. diner magic happening. Yeah. Like, you don't know about mm-hmm. that. Don't think Even just, like, the going I, into the I, going into the mm-hmm. sign, the, the, the whole moment with the reveal, the Four Seasons sign, like, that scene shift out of the recording studio with their cases coming out and getting to the bowling alley. Like, there's a whole magic that happens there. The, the quick change... Quick change for the girls and the boyfriends us? back. Like there's there's all kinds of of crazy fun stuff. There's a lot. A lot. We're definitely oh, we're no. definitely gonna have to come back mm-hmm. for part two. I mean, this is this is amazing. Honestly, yes, we could just gather like very specific yeah. questions, and we could just do. I a, think one um, night you need the you need fire. the wardrobe team on because they've they've got they've yeah. got all the tea. They're they're really really. They've got all the tea. Um, they got, the yeah. they got all of it. They but they're, English I mean, and they're fantastic in what the they do and how they do it and how seamless it is and how well they take care of mm-hmm. every single performer. Like, they're fantastic. And I'm sure that would be a lot of, of fun for your listeners to, to hear about, too. Even just the yeah, history of sure. the costumes yes. and just like specific to characters and specific to colors and all this kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot of that detail that's probably yeah. really fun. And, just with, and when you see them up close, the. the the things that you might not see from the house, like the the angels' costumes up close, are absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. They look great from the audience, but when you're up close, like they're heavy and they're beautiful, and yeah, they they're look heavy. They're really? just very be- yeah. they're very beaded. Um, very yeah. beaded. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever see like True every- Beverly Hills? When she's like, it's missing a bead, and she's just like putting it. Oh gosh! Like, I can give it to Every you for time five. My boyfriend's yeah. back. All the beads. They just go. Oh, oh my like, god! Yeah. I couldn't oh imagine. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's a, a him. Mm-hmm. And like, and also just like, if you look at just not only the costumes, but like also the way props were were um designed like right. color wise, you would see the first act is like green and red. As soon as you go to act two, it's just like gray right. and black. That's how, right. like everything. It's has like even like if if you wonder why the recording studio light changes from red to blue, if you notice it's blue in winter. So mm-hmm. the little recording light in the studio, whereas wow. it's, it's red in the first half of the show when it's when it's summer and. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, and like the tablecloth too, yeah. like yes, silhouettes, and then by part two, it's all yeah. just like the silver. It's like the nice. the first just time you're in Frankie's oh, house, yeah. the, t- the kitchen tabletop is this bright, cheery yellow. The the in Act Two, when you're in for the fight, it's gray. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all all that kind of yeah. stuff. There's it's yeah. it's all. And their costumes mm-hmm. too, oh, gorgeous. Just, yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like a graduation of between yeah. right. and of course and me, we've yeah. seen the show over twenty times, and there's still things. Mm-hmm we have not yep. even begun to uncover and that's exactly why we're doing this podcast mm-hmm. so that we can be uh, next time we watch it we can be like oh mm-hmm. now we know not only do we know now different things we can we have a more focused mind of like oh we can go in this performance to watch for this we can go mm-hmm. in this performance to watch <laughs> with for this, this lens okay yeah. costume lens let's go this take notes <laughs> show, looking at the costumes and th- that is a huge reason why we're doing this Nice. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, our goal is to be a resource for, like, just for the yeah. show. We always to know. Because this is what we always wanted, like, the, the content we wanted as teenagers. Yeah. Like, okay, like, tell us more. I can't make it to New York. I can only see the national tours. Mm-hmm. Please tell me everything. Because you just, you don't know. <laughs> and I was too afraid to get a bootleg on my computer because I would definitely get a virus and it would just <laughs> crash. So I was never into bootlegs growing up. 
Oh, but this this has been such a wonderful discussion. Thank you all so so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Oh, it's Thank been you. fun. Thank you for having us. Does anyone have anything they want to plug? Um, I know Kat is oh, wearing these very special earrings. I, that I know and, she would love and to. Sure, you should do talk your, about. plug your business too. But this is um, well. All of a lot of our folks while in quarantine, we didn't go around the, too much to see what we were all doing during quarantine. It's totally cool. Too much to talk about. Um, my predecessor, Annabelle Gilbert, is doing a, has a wonderful business. She's a fantastically talented designer as well, like jewelry maker. When Jersey Boys would do BCFA, she would take the recycled guitar strings and guitar picks and make jewelry out of them, um, bangles and earrings and stuff, and they would sell them. Joey's wearing one right now. Um, and so and in quarantine, <laughs> yes. she started her own business called Quarantine Crafts by Annie. And it's beautiful, beautiful jewelry, and she's on Instagram go find her and then the cool thing about it is like um she has her her stock on there and um if you make a donation to any charity whatever amount um you send her a copy of the receipt with your with the amount blacked out and tell her what number earrings you want and she will send you earrings of your choice and they're fantastic and beautiful and i have several pairs of them um and she's working on an itsy shop and it's really taken on its whole a whole big thing so so please check it out and it's you're doing a good things. Yes, we will have awesome. the link you're on the link tree. You're doing for, good work, and you get something spiffy out of it too. So mm-hmm. amazing. Well, Kat, don't discredit yourself. You are working yeah, on I'm, these yeah. I'm doing a wonderful movie readings. series for Two River Theater, and those reading series. Yeah. And also, the proceeds are half is going to the theater, half is going to a different charity that is um, connected to each individual show. Um, the next one that's coming up is called mm-hmm. um, Seven. Um, Wooly, Seven Woolly Mammoths Wander New England, um, which is a fantastic play. Fun. Highly recommend it. And the season's concluding with an, an all-Asian cast of Romeo and Juliet. Um, Two River Theater, you can oh, check that amazing. out. But that's that and getting to be a wow. mom to my toddler is how I've been spending quarantine, which has been wonderful. So, but... Oh, God bless. Cheryl, can you tell us about your, right. your cooking? <laughs> well, okay, so... First of all, it's like I wanted to. So my roommate, who's also who also works in theater, she's a lighting designer. Um, she's a wonderful lighting designer. Um, she um, put up this um, charity foundation um, for immigrant artists like us, like me, um, and so um, to help immigrant artists because we cannot apply for unemployment benefits. Um, and so um, she put this up to help like international students and you know just like immigrant artists um so i am helping with that um and so i so since i love cooking i created um so you can check in my instagram chicha underscore bites that there, there's a whole story why i call it chicha it's a jersey boy story um you will know <laughs> so, um but um so the proceeds go to the Sea Lighting Foundation, which is the, my friend's uh, foundation to support immigrant artists and Black Lives Matter. So, you know, I just wanted to, like, share and, like, you know, do something with being productive and doing something with my time. People so. love well, that food. Is incredible. is incredible. And yeah. It's so good. Yes, what do you Thank think? You. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Well, mostly it's like Filipino food because mm-hmm. um, I just wanted like, because it's, of course, I'm Filipino and I want my my food to like be well known to other people. Um, but yeah, so it's mostly Filipino food. Um, yeah, so 
message me, check my Instagram, and chicha underscore bites <laughs> support. And yes. we got chicha quarantine by Annie. creations, quarantine crafts, mm-hmm. quarantine crafts, quarantine crafts by, Annie. by yeah. Annie. Yeah, I also support her, so mm-hmm. I also bought a lot of earrings, um, and then I donated to um, Actors Fund and other charity groups. Yeah. We love nice. that. Well, um, we will be putting all of this on our link tree so people can go and find and support. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much to Cheryl, Kat, and Joey for being part of our very first official Silhouettes panel. Nice. Panel, yes. This has been thank wonderful. you. Panel yeah. of exploits. Thank you for having us. It's awesome. <laughs> it's lovely to talk shop because we haven't done yeah. it in so long. Yeah. It's still in there. We still sure. got it. <sighs> Still got yeah. it. Yes, you do. We could talk for hours, all of us. Yeah, well, fun fact. So when we did our pre-interview, it was supposed to just be a sound check. Half hour tops. We talked for two hours. Do wow. we do a sound check officially? No. no. But, <laughs> but it was great. And um, honestly, there were so many more fun stories from last night that we will find a way to share with you all as well. We will be posting those on our social media. So please follow us on Instagram at silhouettesjbpodcast underscore. Uh, We're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Also, we have a brand new Facebook group. If you guys want to join us too, please do. It's at silhouettesjbpodcast group. It's going to be kick-ass. We want to have like just the most niche conversations in addition to our episodes. And email us too, if you want, um, at silhouettesjbpodcast. At gmail.com. There you go. That's Um, pretty standard. Uh, yeah. It's a Broadway standard. <laughs> it's a Broadway That's... standard. Listen to us on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Um, we're sponsored by Anchor. Thank you so much, Anchor, for hosting us. Um, Thank you. Have I, <laughs> have I forgotten anything? I don't think I, so. I think, I think I we're covered good. all the bases. So okay, we're good. Yeah. Salud. <laughs> Salud. Salud.